His doctor said it was only going to be around 90 minutes, so I'm sure it actually took about an hour and then he, or, or two hours, and then he ended up sitting in the wait, waiting room for an hour and a half. So I'm sure it was a big process, and the buddy might be a little worn out. Yeah, he might, he might be. I'm a little worn out today myself, too. Oh, yeah? You had a big day? I had a little, uh, little golf match, a little golf match oh, with some uh, football guys. Me, uh, me, Joe Kenny, Evan Lovell, and uh, Matt Pyers. There's no way Evan Lovell... Can, can play golf well. He's actually pretty good. He's pretty good. Is he? he like, what about Kenny? He, sh- yeah, he had a tough day. He had a tough day in the links. Uh, he came in second. Guess who came in first? Pyers. Me, of course. Oh. Come on. Mm. Pyers sure, came in, we'll give him third because Lovell couldn't finish because Coach Wheeler called him meeting <laughs> on the course. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, you know, that's one thing I don't miss is the impromptu meetings after you get told, hey, no meetings tonight. Yeah, what? so you we're, know, they're... We're, we're mid-tea time and Lovell's just feet up on the 14th. How are the greens? How are the courses up there? I never went golfing up there. Even uh, I... There's a couple real nice ones. We played at one today that was definitely meh. The greens were like the first cut of the fairway. They were so It was so uh, hard. It, the, mm. the course was so hard because it was so bad. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Like, it wasn't does. very well kept. Like, you, you couldn't get a read on anything. Like, what you thought you read didn't happen. It was a tough day. It was a tough <laughs> you know day what course days. I want? I want to play Coaster's course because I know that dude takes care of grass. That course is definitely private. Tom Brady used to live on it. I still want to play on it. Yeah, if you can find a way to get on that course, you know, add a plus one, I'll be right alongside you. I bet I'll find a way. I got some and Boston not, connects. And you're not going to have a good day. You're going to lose to me. To you? I, I, no Sean, way. I, Sean, I, I promise you. Your eyes are you too are far apart. To you can't see the ball that, it, it, from that <laughs> angle. I don't, That's I don't, why I have glasses. That's why I have glasses. <laughs> so. You know uh, I like this opening that that we have yeah. together. No, it's you good. know, it's just yeah. just feels natural. Doesn't feel like very, anybody is very free flowing. Nobody's you know breathing I, down my neck. Nobody's trying to push an agenda. You know, we're just a couple of guys talking about some some golf. America's pastime. He's not going to listen to it anyways, so it's not even no, a, it's not even a problem. He's in, he's in cloud nine right now. He doesn't even know where he is. 
<laughs> yeah, the painkillers are going to kick in in about 20, so let's get this thing going. I'm like, Joe, yeah, you, you don't have to come on. You don't. <laughs> See, like when I had surgery, though, I, I guess I guess the pec surgery is definitely – in your elbow surgery, definitely like more – you know, serious surgeries than the one I had on yeah. my nose, but I only took Advil. I, I just right. threw I, all the all the other stuff away. I only took uh, the high strength. It was either Advil, or ibuprofen. I was never given any of that serious, uh, serious stuff. So that's how. I oh, you weren't given it? No, I. I, mean, I never. I didn't need it afterwards. Oh, yeah, I mean, okay. my elbow felt. It felt better uh, the day after than it did uh, the day before. Immediately. No way. After surgery, yes. That's wild. I mean, they took I've out like two. Never heard that before. They took out like two big ass bone spurs. So obviously it was a little sore from getting like six holes dug into it or, or drilled into it. But to to be able to just move it and and be like, this is already better. It was the best feeling in the world. You See, know what like, else? Uh, oh, go ahead. I, I I felt like a little bit of relief, but I also had these giant silicone stuffings like all the way up my nasal cavity. <laughs> so like. It was bad. It was bad. And I couldn't sneeze and stuff. So, like, if I sneezed, I'd, like, because it could blow the stitches. So, I literally had to, like, squeeze. It was the worst. What was the, um, oh, you're almost like the Blue Mountain State kid who can't get a, uh, can't get a boner because he's got a whole bunch of stitches. What? I've never seen that episode. You haven't, you didn't see that when, uh, when Sammy, uh, broke his dong and they gave him stitches. So, if he got a, a boner, then he would have to go back to the doctors <laughs> and get it restitched up. No, I haven't seen that, but that is similar, yes. I never even liked that show, but that bit, it gave me a good laugh. It's all right. I like Sammy. He's a good um, laugh. So, we're recording this on Wednesday the 30th at 8 o'clock at night. So, that means in an hour, the NBA Finals are going to start. So even though this episode is going to drop on Thursday, I would at least like to draw a bit of attention before it starts, before whatever game one, and everyone starts making their claims. I called it. 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 I pulled the audio. I pulled the messages, the transcript, all of it. I called it on July 23rd. I can't believe it. I called it. And I'm just going to sit here. And I'm going to soak in, in Lake Me for, I don't know, a minute and a half and just revel in my brilliance. You know, I, I can't, you know, it's 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 unfortunate that Joe isn't here for you to, you know. Exactly. He'll get it. a little bit of. He'll get it next he week. <laughs> I, so upset. You know what? I will say the heat looked phenomenal. All the playoffs. <laughs> they look so good. They've only lost four games in the postseason this far. Four games. Two of them were against so the Celtics. Celtics are horrible. Oh my god, we gotta figure it out, dude. It, the Celtics could be playing like how the Heat played. That's the crazy part. They could be. It just it just feels like they're still individuals playing on a team together. Yes, Whereas I, my I hand, feel like Miami feels like a team playing around Jimmy Butler and oh, his hundred percent thing. You know, they have a guy that's that. You know, it's not like playing around LeBron, who's a complete superstar, and then it, it makes it feel individualistic again. But you get somebody who I would say, if you're going on an A to B, A to F scale, Jimmy Butler is a B player. A's are, I don't know, the top five players in the league. If you get yourself a B player and some role players around him that will buy into it and play around him and play a high-intensity style like he does, that's how you form a team that's going to win games, is what I feel. Whereas Absolutely. Boston, probably equal in talent, if not a bit better than than Miami, it, it just still felt individual. And if Tatum can eventually take that step up and really go into that 
Black Mamba mode, which I know he's been very adamant about being, uh, you know, more like Kobe was, if he can do that and he can unlock that fire and he can really develop himself as a leader, who's to say that the Celtics can't rally around him and decide that he's going to be the dude? Except they have a lot of guys that want to be the dude, I think. You know, see, I, I I completely agree. I think that this this team for the future needs to be you know built around Tatum. You know, he is the he's the young franchise player for this organization. Yeah. And I think the main problem that we saw, you know, as the playoffs went on, we saw some problems with it against Toronto in the uh, Eastern semis, is that the. I feel like some players on the team don't know their role. I think some some guys are trying to are thinking they're bigger than they are. You know, love Marcus Smart, one of the best defensive players in the NBA, but I don't want him shooting 13 threes a game. Right. You know, and and Kemba Walker was absolutely ice cold the entire series. The entire series, he was just hucking up threes like he was getting paid to do it. And I mean, like, yeah, you're getting paid to to make some points, but. Maybe maybe a little drive and kick. They were doing a two three zone the entire series. Drive and kick. You got to pull him in, Kemba. Do something. I know Bam Adebayo is there. He's a big guy, but tucking up threes every every opportunity you have is hundred percent not the answer. Right. I just don't feel like they have anybody to rally around. Everyone else is just trying to. I, I don't know. Do they're just all trying to do their own thing? Even though I'm sure I I've, I've never thought that Boston ever had like internal issues, but it's just a, a stylistic thing. I think where they're where they're never a cultural thing, where they just are doing their own own thing on the court. But they're obviously a team. I, I think they have a good team atmosphere. But on the court, it just felt like one player was going to just. You get what I'm saying? Like they just yeah. did not so, feel completely so- connected. I know what you're saying, and I think the problem with that stems from Brad Stevens' coaching philosophy. You know, he 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 doesn't believe in the individual; he believes in the team. You know, he had Amir Johnson shooting threes. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. his philosophy is: if you're open, shoot it. It's not all right. We're we're down by five with two minutes to go. We need, like we're in a must get a basket situation. You know, give the ball to Tatum and let him work, and like we'll set picks and stuff. Like, you know, they don't do that. They right. kind of just like just work the ball around until somebody has somewhat of an open look, and then whoever has it just throws it up. Now with so. this Heat Lakers matchup, I think that these games all come down to the fourth quarter or the second half. Obviously, that's how basketball works. But they're also both teams are super different with how they approach the second half. The Heat, I think they gained so much momentum with this playoffs by having late fourth quarter game winners and just just clutchness. Whereas the Lakers, it's okay, we're going to be up by 13 with three minutes left and we're just going to grind it out. They would just build up big, big leads and win the game like that. It's been close. No one's going to contest that there haven't been close games, obviously. Anthony Davis's game winner over uh, over the Nuggets, that's, you know, that's for this playoff uh, season for the Lakers, that has not been the normal. They're either getting blown out or they're winning by big. And the yep. Heat are – it's always close. So with that, it's super weird to for me to, to pick who's going to win. I do say Lakers still because it's really LeBron. And See, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, Sean. Because, you know, the only reason, you know, why I'm, I'm questioning that is because – 
you know, LeBron and AD, they can they can both go for 35, but if the if the supporting cast around them are not playing and we know they're not the most reliable bunch of guys in the nope. NBA for you know what I'm saying, for a bench, uh the supporting cast around the Heat are far better than the supporting cast around the Lakers. You know, and yeah. You got Jimmy Butler to play defensively against LeBron, he probably won't score that much, but he didn't score that much in the Eastern Conference Finals anyways. And having a guy like Bam Adebayo against Anthony Davis, Anthony Davis is still going to dominate, but you know it's not going to be as a dominant of a, of a performance in my opinion, but that's it, just me. It, I think we're going to see a lot less production out of Dwight and JaVale with, uh, with Bam in that five spot for the Heat. And I think this game, this series is actually going go to go seven. And LeBron's going to have to go into that godfather mode or whatever he calls it, zero dark 30. Uh, that's the mode that he's going to have to go in. He's going to have to average a triple-double every game with 30 points. And But the Heat are also going to have to make their shots. They're going to need uh, – they're going to just need to make their shots if they want to hang in this because you can expect 50 combined between LeBron and AD a night. The rest of that For gets sure. picked up. For sure. But it's really – don't expect it to be like the Jet, the, the Nuggets series where Dwight Howard's getting all these put-back dunks and all these rebounds, it's not going to be like that because Bam is that dude. It, I, I, I got to go in seven and to the Lakers. You know what? I I don't even know if I am capable of making a pick right now because I, it's just so close for me. I think the Heat are the absolute worst matchup for the Lakers. Yeah. It, it, like when it comes down to personnel, like the Heat just – they have so much depth and, you know – where the Lakers have their strengths, I feel like the Heat also have you know complementary players that can, you know, combat the Lakers you know strong suits. But you know what? I'm not gonna doubt LeBron. He's the best player of all time. Lakers in, Lakers in. Oh man, it's six or seven. Six or seven. You got. I, I gotta go with seven just because I've ridden this Heat train so long. This, uh, I'm going six. This Lakers in six. But okay. there'll be, be great games. There'll be great games. I think there'll be great, great games game. too. Uh, also, I think we're going into the best. I know the NHL just ended, and Ryan Sullivan. I know we're not talking about the 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 Lightning Stars series. I get it. Lightning won it. But now we're getting into the big boy sports that are all happening at the same time. NBA Finals, MLB postseason, and the NFL is going on. If you like college football like that, you got college football on Saturdays. It's oh, the it's best awesome. month of sports that we're going to ever see. Ever. And if you like that, hockey, this past month, or until yesterday, was the best month of sports you've ever seen. But I'd say that the NBA Finals, the MLB postseason, and the NFL getting more meaningful, This is going. October is going to be the best month of sports even if it was brought upon by terrible circumstances that we have ever seen. Honestly, the drought was probably worth it for how awesome this month is going to be. Right. It, it was because what did we miss? The dog days of summer? Like like the beginning days of baseball, watching a couple players get hot and then just drop the ball after the All-Star break? Like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like – the we're just on MLB. We're gonna to get to MLB postseason stuff, but you know I like the 162 games because I like to see the players get the stats and see what they finish with through that entire that long long season. I like the value of a of a perfect game or no hitter going the stretch of nine innings. I like that stuff, but I will say that I think baseball's shortened season has opened the eyes for a lot of people because it's like wow we had to play this well for this long uh, for such a short amount of time and now the playoffs are already here and it is jumping. I, I am. It's just, it's weird. Let me, 
let me let me a quick food for thought. Let me pick your brain for one second. Go ahead. Shortened baseball season, a hundred games. I'd go. Would they play this year? Eighty. Go, I'd like to go get hundred. I'd like to go one twenty. I'd be no, fine with one twenty. That's too much. What are you talking about? It, it goes from the 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 season goes from April to September. One twenty takes forty games off. That's like a whole month off. Maybe we'll see better, better quality of play with 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 less back to back to back games. Maybe we'll make Maybe. it make the sport more enjoyable. I'm enjoying it. I think I was just enjoying it because I had been missing it, and now I mean, with my work, I cut baseball every single day, every game. I'm watching, you know, my docket of four to five games to cut highlights from and post game yep. from, and. I was just happy to do this that this year so I could get more involved in the sport and learn more about it, do all that. Yep. But um yeah, I don't know. It's it's I didn't think I would have liked the shortened season as much as I did. I really don't. I'm not saying I'm an advocate for it, but it was really enjoyable. Maybe that makes I, me an advocate for it, but I, I don't know. I, I always liked it uh during the summer because it was always on. It was just some sport that was on in July or August when we were just waiting for football. So I could still be invested in baseball. I think that's why you I know, liked it so much. So now so let me ask you this. Since you know, we both don't have any dogs in the fight, Nationals out, Red Sox out, yeah. horrible season. Who are you going for, you know, this postseason? I am I'm gonna give you my top three. Um, uh, I'll give you three too. I'll go three to one. Uh, my third team I'm rooting for, San Diego. I had been on their train since they started back up. I got to cut a lot of San Diego games, even though I ha- hate Ted Leitner, their play-by-play call on, on radio. Ted Leitner, Leitner, yep. regardless. I cannot stand him. He calls the San Diego State Aztecs basketball games. I, I cannot stand him, but I can understand the appeal if you're a, a Padres fan. I don't. It's a fun team. I like the Padres. They had great Very wins. Fun team. They're just a fun team to watch, and they hadn't, make the, hadn't made the playoffs since, like, uh, 05 or 06, maybe it was 04, one of those three. So yep. they had their big-ass drought, and now they're back, and they're a fun team to be back. It is not like some boring team that just drudged their way in and they just grinded it out. No, no, no. It, it was a fun year for the Padres, and I could root for them. My number two team is the Oakland Athletics. And you really can't root against the A's after seeing Moneyball. You can't root yeah, against them. Yeah, you can't. They're on my list, too. You can't I, I just love them. <laughs> you can't root against them in those sweet Kelly green uniforms that aren't oh. necessarily the Eagles green, but it's a mix between that and their uh, original darker green. Those might be the best uniforms in baseball. I'll say it. They are fantastic. No, they're not. They're, they're awesome, but they're not number one. Okay. The, baseball's getting better with the uniforms also, which is what I like. The uh, but the A's they got fun players. They're high energy. They had like a ton of walk off wing wins. They went into extras. I don't know. They went into extras so many times. I could just root for Oakland. You can't. You, you Oakland's just a team that you can root for. You know. They are. They are. So I, I I'm rooting for Oakland to get one. And my number one team. I'm rooting for the Toronto Blue Jays. That's a weird choice out of you. I feel like. I like the Blue Jays. I like that they're young. I like uh, Bichette. I like uh, Biggio. Uh, my sister uh, actually played travel softball with um, Craig Biggio's uh, daughter. So the family mm. has a bit of ties with the Biggio. So, you know, it's kind of like, okay, we'll support. And then um, I also like uh, 
Guerrero Jr. I, I like the the Blue Jays. I got. The I think they're my one seed. All right, I'll give you my uh, my top three. Three to one. Oh, Number boy. three, the Miami Marlins. <laughs> no way. No way. They've picked up some steam, and they, and they got a win. Actually, they made a loss last night. Let me check real quick. Uh, you keep going. I'll check. I have it right um, here. Marlins up 1-0. They <laughs> yeah, they're up 1-0. They're, they're the 8th seed, so let's go. And uh, I don't know. There's, they're a young team. Got a couple good right-handed pitchers. Uh, they're, just, they're just young. You know, they lost Giancarlo. They kind of they lost, you know, Christian Yelich. So, you know, they, they lost a couple of MVP caliber players, and they're still in the fight. So I respect that. And number two, I'm going to go with uh, Oakland, Moneyball, Billy Bean. You can't. You, you can't not like <laughs> Oakland. I just picture Jonah Hill making the fist when they get that trade through. You know what I'm saying? I'll say it again. Brad Pitt was too handsome to be playing Billy Bean in that movie. He was. I needed somebody just a little less handsome. And I know <laughs> Billy Bean, professional baseball player. Most of those dudes are good looking. Honestly, they're just professional athletes. Just look better. So I get it, Brad Pitt. But Brad Pitt, still too handsome. Still too much for me. <laughs> uh, I agree. <laughs> And then number one is Cleveland. You know, I've got family from Cleveland. I've been to a couple games at Progressive Field. Bieber really let me down last night. Wow, was I shocked watching that first inning. Aaron Judge, four pitches in, just sends one to right center. It's nobody's business. And then he lets up five more runs. Anyways, and Sean, Cleveland's uniforms. I'm not a Cleveland boy. I'm a mask guy. But I have Cleveland Cleveland roots. But the Cleveland uniforms they were wearing last night, oh, are they clean. They're so clean. I love Cleveland's uniforms. They're my number but, one. Was it the blue or the white ones? It, it was the blue, but they had the 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 navy cap with, like, the red C with the I red I like the brim. navy cap. I like the navy oh, cap. Oh, it was so good. So clean. All right, do you uh, – That's my top three. All right, so that's – that's who we're rooting for. Uh, it, baseball this year is so hard to pick a winner. I mean, maybe we'll get into a winner once we get into the next round, but there's so many teams right now. Uh, let's get into a bit of football here, Fire. I know the listening audience has been waiting for this for a while. Uh, if they've tuned into the Smoke Show versus the, um, last week during the uh, what was seemingly another terrible collapse, my Dear Atlanta episode. Well, they failed me again. Uh, I sent out some pretty like tw- like what is good with them like w- like why like why it's the culture of the team they don't believe that they can win they can't buy into their own success uh, they can't let themselves be happy I think that it, they just they cannot find a way to mentally get past first of all twenty eight to three and then also as a, as a pr- history of a of a team collapse after collapse after collapse urinating tree on Instagram or Schlasser on Twitter. He does a lot of uh, those uh, videos, you know, like the This Week in Sports Ball and all yep. that. He's really good. He's documented a lot of their failures. I think he did it after 28-3. It is a legacy of failure in Atlanta. So that means Dan Quinn's got to go. I thought I was going to wake up Monday and hear about the pink slip, and I would be A-OK because I know in the offseason we're going to be getting Eric Bieniemy, and people are saying Lewis Riddick is going to be uh, – coaching the defense regardless if we get the enemy atlanta 2022 super bowl champs but oh my god stop (laughs) 
Regardless, it, there, you, there's just not a winning culture around Dan Quinn. Obviously, a football team is going to stand by their head coach. More likely, more more in the NFL, uh, I, I think they want to stand with their coach. They want to back their coach. They want to win with that coach because you go through a lot, especially if that coach really believes in you. So they're not going to blame Quinn, but everybody knows that there needs to be a cultural reset. But the players are too good, so there's nothing like they're going to tank or ship everybody out. So I think you ship out Quinn. It needs to, especially with the division still in grabs, still within reach. You That's get, a stretch. Two and one is the leader. Tampa Bay is going to run away with the division. They won't. Uh, but they just okay. cannot let themselves win. It's not like they don't want to win. They just can't let Brady themselves win. Brady threw for 297 with three touchdowns last week with no interceptions. So. Who do you play? The Broncos? All right, that's fine. They still have a good defense. Uh, okay, that's fine. Do you have any thoughts on Atlanta, or do you want to get to something that I know that you want to talk about? I want to talk about the team you know I want to talk about. Okay. Uh, second little uh, tidbit here. Uh, I put in in the show prep, is Cleveland faking? No, they're oh. not. They I are. I, I think they're in a good team, and they are in. They are not a good team. <laughs> they are in the toughest conference in the NFL. NFC West is tougher. No, no. AFC North. No. Dude, Ravens. NFC. Steelers are, that's AFC North. No. Uh, what, what are you I talking said? about? Seattle, Forty Niners, Cardinals, and the Rams. They're all two and one, <laughs> if not three and zero. Oh. Forty Niners are done. Forty Niners are done. Seattle's yeah, Seattle's great team. Rams, they're okay. Can't finish. We saw it last week against Buffalo. They're two and one. Cardinals are two and one too. What what is it? The AFC Cardinals, lo- AFC Cardinals East. lost the what, Lions. Pittsburgh's Pittsburgh's three and zero. Oh. Uh, Baltimore's two and one. Cleveland's two Cleveland's and one because and they one. played Cincinnati and the Washington football team. And Cincinnati's zero and three. You can't have an zero and three team in the in the best conference in the league. They're not zero and three. When the, when the o, worst team in the NFC one. West is two and one, one. Fire. They're zero two and one. They're zero two and o, one. Zero two and one. Pardon me. Yeah, you should be because honestly, the, the the Bengals have been in every single game. I'm not this saying season. they haven't been. Okay, they're. I I think people think the Bengals are worse than they are. Meanwhile, Joe Burrow is getting. Hammered in the back. I agree. I agree. I think the NFC West is better. Why do you think I Cleveland don't. is not? Uh, their two and one is not faking after I just they think beat Cincinnati, and they just beat the Washington Football Team, who might be the worst team in the NFL. I know next okay. week I definitely want That's to give a, a quarter way through. Who is the best? Who is the worst? Best conference, worst conference, you, all that. The New York Jets and the New York Giants are by far worse than Washington. By far. Oh, debatable. They both have quarterbacks. Did you see Dwayne Haskins last so week? They're so bad. They're just so bad. Their teams are bad. I don't. I know. I'm not. I'm not doubting their quarterback situation. I'm just saying the teams, the worst teams in the NFL. Do you think this? Do you think that Baker Mayfield's going to get this team to eight and eight? I don't know. Oh yes. I think, in my honest opinion, ten and six. Ten and six. I think they'll be ten and six. They will only get to that number if they focus on their <laughs> running backs. That is the only way they get to that number. Oh, oh, as long I'm as saying. they don't just try Nick to go Chubb, air raid. Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt are carrying the load, and they need to continue to do that. They like, need to they, continue to do that because that'll set up the pass. That's, it'll set that up is, deep balls. Exactly, exactly. Play action, Odell, he's one of the fastest receivers in the NFL. He's beating whoever's covering him. 
you, and you're gonna we, have you're gonna have yeah. corners that are gonna be playing closer down in the box for to stop the run. Safety's gonna be you know pushing up a little bit. Those and we saw that we saw, we saw that ball against Cincinnati where you know Baker ran out of the pocket and threw a great ball to Odell in the end zone. One hundred percent. I I just do not think that Cleveland Cleveland needs to adapt the Seattle mindset of how they're gonna run offense. That's what I think they need to do. They need to tote the rock and then launch it deep. You cannot go air raid throwing it 50 times a game with Baker Mayfield, a quarterback. You just cannot do that. I don't think their offensive scheme is built well enough. I don't think their head coach is uh, good enough or their offensive coordinator is good enough to let Baker Mayfield completely take over a game. If they run it through their running backs, I can see them getting eight wins. I think that uh, Baker needs to lose a little bit of confidence, humble himself a little bit, and just focus on quarterback play. Yeah, you won the Heisman a couple years ago. Yeah, you, you did a pretty good rookie year, but something's got to got to step it up a little bit because uh, he shaved his mustache or his goatee. You know, that's I thought that was humbling for him. Oh wait, no, he's in a thousand progressive commercials for no reason. I, you know what? I love those commercials. He's a great actor. He's an entertaining man. Yeah, so. I, I think I think so too. Except uh, if he flames out, nobody will want to hire him because it's just going to be like a stink of failure around him. It's just how he it is. He won't flame out, but I can picture him, you know, disagreeing with the amount of money that Cleveland offers him, and then he ends up somewhere like Jacksonville or something like that. Gosh. Yeah. Regardless, I think Cleveland is – they beat two bad teams. Two uh, – yeah, two bad teams uh, to right, get we'll their see. two wins. Uh, we'll see. Uh, if they run it through the running backs, so they can get they play, it going, they, maybe. They play, the, they, play, they play Dallas this week. Good, good tester. Good tester. Uh, that'll be boys. a big test for them. Uh, you want to get yep. to our last NFL topic before Sanders and Boozers? Let's do it. All right. Uh, Monday night, we got to see what was built up to be the greatest Monday night football game of all time between the Baltimore Ravens a lot of hype. and Kansas City Chiefs. There should be a lot of hype because yeah. you have the two most exciting quarterbacks in football, uh, two very high-powered teams. Yeah, you got the you got the Super Bowl MVP versus the regular season MVP. Big yes, game. big game, huge game. Watch it. Watch the whole thing at work. It was a slow night, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> Baltimore is taking so much heat for losing to the Chiefs. Is that you've seen that too? You've seen how much they've been getting crushed, right? They just—they they deserve to take. They—they they deserve everything. You think getting. that's fair? All right. Did you did you watch any of the Chiefs Chargers game in Week Two? Yes. How how bad did they look in your opinion? The Chiefs. The Chiefs. They didn't look bad. I thought the Chargers were playing well. I thought that's what it was. All right. If you're if you are a Super Bowl champion. And you're coming back with a fully loaded defense. I don't think they lost one defensive starter this year. How can you let a rookie quarterback come in on his first game and have a, have a decent day? Because he's How a rookie quarterback, and you don't know what he's capable of. You can underestimate him. And then you know what happens when underestimation of football fire? Crazy things happen. All right. Also, with a defense that does not have Derwin James. Need I quote Merrimack? <laughs> what, is, what is Merrimack? I or I, or I, Brown. I you know, you underestimate a team. You know, they oh, okay. almost okay. whoop your ass. <laughs> You know, right, we also beat, from, we beat Merrimack. We beat Merrimack forty-two to fourteen. So did we that game? Come on. Yes. What happened? Oh, I'm I'm more thinking about Brown. Merrimack is just the Joe penalty. That's the only thing I think about that. Uh, Brown senior year, my senior year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah that underestimation. Was, but they were good. Herbert came in there and slung and ran the offense well. I don't think the Chargers are a bad team either. I, I think they're better with Herbert. 
I get it. You don't okay. have Derwin James, but the offense is still loaded. Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, Hunter Henry's healthy. Austin, Austin Eckler, really good. Yeah, yeah. and and good. you have a quarterback that is is confident and plays right. well. It's problem, a good game. The biggest problem is that Baltimore has never won the big game. They can't win. Lamar Jackson can't win a big game for his career. Too early. It's too early to say that. What do you, What do you mean? I I mean that I think it's too early to say that. I think we're looking at the possibly one of the best the, quarterbacks that we'll ever see in our lifetime in Patrick Mahomes, and he's on a Chiefs team that I genuinely believe can go eighteen and eighteen and zero. Do you not think that Raven that Ravens team is absolutely loaded? That Ravens team is loaded with talent. It is loaded, but we also have to take into account that maybe the Ravens. Uh, I don't think that they had the most. Um, Amicable off season. I mean, you have your star, one of your star safeties, Earl Thomas, get booted off the team. I'm right, sure he was that, over I'm the sure, hill. He was I, over I, the hill. Uh, he played very well. He had like a. I hate to say it. P- Pro Football Focus graded him very high last year. I think he was in the. 90s. Oh, I thought you and you and Joe were. I up hate it. I hate it. It's just the the. It's just a rationale I can use and provide. I know he was graded very, very well by him, and he was lauded as one of the captains of the defense. You lose that captain because he's disgruntled, and now your whole defensive structure can possibly collapse, which is what happened. So the team going into it probably wasn't feeling that good in the postseason. Need to warm up a little. Maybe it's not the Ravens' year. But also, I think the Chiefs are going to go 18-0, and so there's no shame in losing to them. They're they're not going eighteen. I can't wait till Bill Belichick out coaches Andy Reid this week. You think that's what's gonna happen? Honestly, yeah, I think that's gonna happen. Oh boy, you you have some you have some hot takes. We only takes. lost the Seahawks by five, so you have some hot takes. They don't call you fire for nothing, huh? Do you want you want some more stats? Uh, Chase Winovich has the highest uh, run stuff sack grade in the NFL besides Kalomac, so. I'm not a Patriots hater. I actually, you know what I think it is? I think it's their uniforms this year look so good to me. They're with, I love their them. white their white uniforms. I, mean, I, I think wanted, look actually, so you know good. What? I want I wanted to bring that up because I, I was I when I first saw them, I know we had a show, and I just I tore them apart. I, I mean, tore them apart. I was their photo so shoot upset. session did not look good. It just was not a good session to debut uniforms. It looked like they were baggy. It and looked, I'm it watching weird. them. They did. They did. And I'm, I'm watching them live, and I'm like, those look clean. Those, those look are so clean. In the Seattle game, when they were wearing the all-whites at night, oh, my goodness. Oh, my were those, God. Yeah, that was. That was so big. cool. Maybe it's Cam Newton that makes them look cooler. I don't know. They, they look so good. Maybe that's why I like the, the Patriots. I, I, I'm not anti-Patriots this year. It's, it's definitely uh, the new-look Patriots, so I'm it, glad we got Cam for that. <laughs> All right. Can we uh, – you want to get wrap this with some centers and boozers? Let's do it. Well, let's get on to last week's totals, and then we'll get to the Nets. And then we, I know Joe wanted to say he was going to come on, but the buddy is, again, not feeling great. We were planning on – he was planning on coming on for this to give his picks, uh, but that will not be happening. I'm sure he's going to send some picks tomorrow. Uh, I know that he is having some circumstances that would not allow him to do this, but he did not put his picks in the document as far as I'm seeing, so that will be a $100 penalty assessed to Joe DeLeon. For this upcoming Once again, week. this is not real money. Not real not money. Not real money. Not real money. But if it it's were, not, some of us would be doing okay. Some of us wouldn't be. I don't even know what to call it. Fake currency? <laughs> Fake currency. Sure. Last week on the picks. GTTP and, bucks. GTTP bucks. I like, I like that. that. 
on the picks, just game picks, winners and losers. I was 10 for 16. Joe was 8 for 16. Fire was 9 for 16. Obviously, that tie between the Bengals and Eagles knocked us all down one. Actually, Fire would have stayed down. Regardless, it knocked us down one, so we cannot count that. Bets-wise, this week, I made $69.20 in fictional currency. Fire, huge week, up $517. Fake dollars. Big big week. From this last week. Joseph, on the other end. That is a minus $588 that he lost this last weekend in our game. That is atrocious. He is in the red for sure. Our nets so far, I am 35 for 48 on game picks. I am leading the clubhouse by far. Joe is 29 for 48. He's in last and fire one above Joe, 30 for 48. I will take my crown now, please, and thank you. Uh, and now well, there's our, plenty of weeks to go. So. Our current uh, net bets, I am up $1,066. Fire came out of the hole. He is now up 472 bucks, and Joe is now down $403. There is no way he climbs out, right, Fire? Uh, no, he's, he's going to continue to go downhill from here. He is not getting out of there, <laughs> especially with well, the minus $100. <laughs> it's such a hole. Such a hole. All right, let's start this week off with Broncos and Jets. Thursday night football game, Jets favored by three. I'll start it. I got Denver winning, and I am taking the Denver money line. Fire? I'm going to go uh, Jets and the money line for That's the Jets. That's absurd. Why would you pick that team? I, I, You know what? I feel like Sam Sam Darnold's going to have a good day. They're starting to rip in for the Broncos, who actually looked all right on his first try. But Next game. I'm going to go Jets. <laughs> Colts at Bears. Bears are the underdog. Colts favored by two and a half. I'm taking uh, the Bears to win and the Chicago money line at plus 115. It is very enticing to me, especially with Foles in a queue. Yep, I'm taking Bears and money line. Big Dick Nick, welcome back. Okay, let me just get a marker down there. I know it's not that bad, and everybody says. Oh my it, God! Everybody calls him Big Dick Nick. I know that. I just want to have it down, just in case. Next okay. game: Saints at Lions. Saints favored by four somehow. I am taking uh, New Orleans to win, and I'm taking the under at 54. Under 54 points in this game. I'm going to go Detroit win and Detroit cover. Oh, I like that, especially because yep. it's against the, against the Saints. Next yep. game. And the, Saints Card- are, the Saints are not good, so that's fine. Cardinals at Panthers. Cardinals favored by three and a half. I'm taking Arizona and Arizona covering that. Fire. I'm going to go Arizona win and Arizona cover. Same page. I dig that. Next, a very hard game to pick. The bad NFL teams this year have been my kryptonite in picking who is going to be worse. Jaguars at Bengals. Bengals are favored by three. I'm taking Cincinnati, and I'm taking the under at 48. I'm going to go Cincinnati and the money line. Minus 160 is not – that's fine. Uh, next game, Browns at Cowboys. Cowboys favored by four and a half. It should be way higher. I'm taking Dallas, and Dallas is going to cover that. Fire, I'm what in the Cleveland hell? Win. Cleveland win, Cleveland cover. No Bang. way. There's no way. Bang. <laughs> There's no way that happens. 
Next right, well, game. <laughs> we'll see. Next game, Vikings at Texans. Texans favored by three and a half. Fire, what do you, what do you got? I'm going to Minnesota money line. You know, mm. Texans are a bad team, so it's fine. They're both 0-3. They're Houston know, and it, Minnesota are 0-3. I'm taking Texans Houston, and I'm taking the Houston money line because I believe in Deshaun Watson way more than I believe in Kirk Cousins. Next game. Um, I don't. You know, since, side note, since DeAndre Hopkins has been gone, you know, he's been looking pretty meh. So that's fine. It's, it's a little Get tough when you there. lose a top three receiver in the league. Get Coulter out there. Next game. Uh, I know, right? I'm super. I'm waiting for that. He's going to kill it. Uh, I'm next, uh, next game, Seahawks at Dolphins. Seahawks favored by six and a half. Seahawks is my game pick. I am picking them to cover as well. They're going to stomp Miami. I'm going to do the exact same. Next game, Chargers at Bucks. The Bucks are favored by seven and a half. Somehow, I'm going with Tampa Bay win, but the Chargers are going to cover. Uh, Bucks win and the over. Over at 45. Oh, that's a great pick. Oh, all right. I still believe in the Chargers. Steelers at Titans has been postponed, so no play on that. Team Corona. Next. <laughs> The Corona Bowl. Next is the Giants at Rams. Rams are favored by 13. I am taking the Rams and the under at 47 and a half. And go Rams, Giants cover. The Giants are covering? The Giants will cover minus <laughs> They 13. lost by like 22 last week to the you Niners lose by with 14? Nick Mullins. No. Just reconsider. No, I'm not. I'm okay. That's fine. Next game, <laughs> Bills at Raiders. Uh, Bills are favored by three. I'm taking Buffalo and Buffalo covering. Fire, you uh, you good on your end? <laughs> Fire is currently, I would assume, fighting off one of his roommates or turning off a fan or closing a door. Yes, he might be yes, back I was. now. Mark yep. that. Uh, <laughs> fire Bills at Raiders. Who you got? <sighs> going Raiders money line. What's going on in the house right now? I get Amol banging on the door and stuff. Tell him to, to calm down. Don't want his blood pressure to get I too high. I did. It's going to hypertension by 30. All right. Next game, Eagles at Niners. Niners favored by six and a half. I am taking – actually, fire, you start. you got a pretty conservative pick here. I'm just going to go 49ers in the over. Easy. I am taking the eggs and the Eagles' money line. I bet they beat the 49ers straight up this week. Straight up. No. <laughs> Our next game on the docket, the Ravens at the Washington football team. The Ravens are favored by 13 and a half. I am going to take – everybody here, by the way, is saying take Baltimore and put your house on it to cover. I'm taking Baltimore in the under at 51. I do not think there will be 51 I'm doing points the scored. exact, exact same. Love it. I don't think the Ravens, even if they beat them, I don't think they're going to beat them 52 to nothing. That's what I'm uh, no. looking yeah, for. No, Next please. game, uh, Patriots at Chiefs. Chiefs are favored by seven. Somehow, that's kind of disrespectful. I'm taking K- Kansas City 
and New England covering. So there's a little something for you, Fire. I'm going to go New England win, better no. coaching matchup, and the ML. <laughs> no way. No yep. way. They're winning. They're winning. Okay, Monday Night Football. Falcons at Packers. Packers favored by 7.5. They should be favored by 30. <laughs> yeah, they should. My game pick, Green Bay to the moon. Atlanta's going to cover, though. I agree. I agree. Uh, actually, I don't agree. I thought you said... No, no I, got I got Atlanta covering somehow. And GB covers. You see, cover. Atlanta will go up like 34 to 7, and then they'll lose like 38 to 34. So that'll keep my cover. I like that. Okay, wow. Good show, Fire. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Yeah, we'll that was back. good. We'll be back next week. Joe will probably have some recovery and surgery stories for us, so I can't wait to hear about that. I can't wait to hear about how he felt tonight after surgery as to why he couldn't come on his uh, picks, our, our Sinners and Boozers segment. Obviously, I think next week we're going to be doing a quarter-year NFL thoughts, predictions, all of that, a little reflection. And we'll, I'll also get into the big news. I'm sure some stuff's going to happen with the finals by next week. Big stuff's going to happen with the MLB. So we're going to have you covered. This show has you covered. So tune in. Got tell it. a friend. It's not that hard. I tell my friends about podcasts I barely like all the time. I barely like these shows, and I say, eh, you might dig it. Just check out an episode. If you tell your buddy to check this episode out, then they eh, might dig it. But it's another listen for us. We need that. Feel free to subscribe. Follow me on Twitter, Sanderson Radio. Joe on Twitter at Joe DeLeon. Fire on Twitter at JigFire5444. Oh, my God. It's 54. JigFire54. <laughs> Check out our YouTube channel at Get to the Point. You'll see it. Big blue logo in the circle. Get to the Point right in there. Joe made that graphic. Tell him what you think about it. We'll be back ne- next week with some content. Uh, Fire, what did you pick last week's song? Joe did. Joe did? All right, you get this week. Uh, wow. Let's go Ain't No Love in the City. I think you already chose that one. But I'll, uh, I don't think I have. Ain't No Love in the City. All right, well... That's the song you'll be hearing underneath this outro. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. We'll be back next week with more content. Every place that I go, oh, it seems so strange. Without you there, things have changed. But you got
Time. 